James. Today is day two, but it's actually day one, morning. Oh. I don't want to drink somebody else's coffee. I'm a terrible start. Who's that? That's not good. We didn't even have guests yet. Oh, what's in there? Never mind. We'll leave it. We'll let that be. It's, it's day two. We, uh, this is the first full day. Uh, we're set up in a booth. You know? We're set up in a booth we're, for a we're little bit. Yep. Uh, maybe later we'll move back out. Uh, we're going to try to catch some folks, some, some of our vendor friends that are in here, uh, bring them on today. And really just kind of play it by ear and see who comes by like we always do. And I'm going to say, even already this morning, there has been a lot of uh, interaction at the booth, a lot of uh, people asking questions, people that have sought us out. A be a is it a bevy? I was going to use that term, but I didn't want to. No, but there's been a lot of interest, yeah. yeah. You know, we, we talk about it in the hall sometimes, especially when there's downtime. When yeah. Opposed, which is actually happening as we speak. Uh, I think the people are walking out. Uh, there's not a lot going on, and so when the show's going on, people tend to migrate over and, and watch. Why wouldn't you want to watch? No, if it's a fun, it's a fun little part. You know, we have uh, the backs are lit up uh, when you walk by the exhibit hall. People see us right away. We have a beautiful branded booth, and uh, it, it's fun having people just hang by and congregate right out here in the aisles. Yeah, and I mean, it's early. It's not even eight o'clock yet, so. So, uh, man, uh, full day today, big event tonight, uh, and then... Bourbon Street Balcony event day. tomorrow. Another full day for my full day. for me on Thursday. <laughs> I give a presentation from 2 to 3 on Thursday, so I'm going full that day, yeah. which is good, though. That's good what... sessions today. Oh, there's I'm some... Try to catch the yeah. updates this morning. Our friend Lane Miller is giving one at 10 a.m. this morning, so I'm excited for that. I'm going to go hackle him. Yep, tons of good content. Already seeing some new people, some new faces uh, show up today. Some people that weren't able to make it in last time. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. We've got some live recording to do here. Oh, we do. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to grab Monique uh, from Pods. That should be cool. That'll be great. Yeah, yeah awesome that'll be really good. Uh, so, we'll see. Uh, well, let me ask you a question. All right. Last night, you know, after the end, you and I got a chance to sit down and just decompress a little bit. What did you think of the charbroiled oysters? Oh, that was good. I, uh, I'm always a fan here. Okay. You know, All right. My first LGA event, but it's not my first. No, no, not your first. You spent a lot of time yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. In your Sign past life, yeah. you. I'm gonna find that place too. That's my goal. Near there. Slidell, he was yeah. telling me about a place near Slidell. I can, I can ask somebody. They'll, uh, they'll text me back like that. Uh, overall, first day, I, I'm really impressed with the. Attendance. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. Over 600 attendees, not including the vendors, is what I heard. I'm excited to see how many people walk up and register as well. I think we'll see, you know, an uptick today. I'd be surprised if we don't see seven, 800 people here in total. And I think that's why... Very respectable. And I don't know if I told you, but in the past, we used to do it with the LGA, uh, and I sit on some committees, used to do 192 Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Wednesday afternoon switch it over to 195 Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So you had people leaving and coming midweek, and now it's all intertwined, which is great. So the 192 and 195 natural gas and oil pipelines get to uh, talk and collaborate. So it's a it's a busy week. Sometimes you think they're so different, but really when you, when you boil it all down, it ends up, what do we have? We have projects. Yep. You know, that need to be managed. We have people we need to lead. We have innovation and technologies coming out. That, and man, if we can learn from each other, let's all get uh, in the room. 
That's what this is about. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Jimmy, we got a full day. I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Let's do it, brother. All right. We'll be back. And we are back. James, we had an incredible Louisiana lunch. We did. Good job. Charboiled oysters. That's what we had. And we had some gator. Oh, yeah. wedge, wedge salad, it was good. Oh, he had yeah, the wedge, wedge salad. salad. I did the gumbo, the seafood gumbo. I said, when in, when in Nola, do as Anolians. <laughs> That's right. So, oysters, we ran... The bread. They were good. We did, oh, in the like butter. Two loaves of bread. I, I, I mean, we kept getting more bread, more bread, more bread. And they, they looked at James, they said, are you watching your carbs? And I said, no, don't worry about him, he's okay. Okay, We've got our calculator out, calculating. We are carved up and ready to go. We just jumped in. Like, we, uh, no, we didn't do anything. We just started talking about food. We did, but that's okay. We, and we ran into Tim on the escalator, and I said, last time we saw Tim, he was with Jack Cordry from LSCS mm -hmm. at EW, EWN Tailgate Week. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. That's right. Okay, I, I had to get in my head. We have had so many events lately. <laughs> but it was good seeing you, Tim. Thanks welcome to the here. show. Uh, Tim, please uh, introduce yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm Tim Beck with Rainmaker Cells. So, we're a uh, we're a distributor of George Fisher. We have uh, all the equipment and stuff for for polyfusion, and then we're also a distributor for McElroy. So, so butt fusion, socket, all that good stuff. We can we can provide all that equipment for for you. So, very very good. We're at uh, LGA this week. Yep, LGA. Is this a is this a a conference with the Pipeline Safety Conference. Is this a conference itself that is near and dear to your heart or a new one for you? What's the situation? Uh, actually, I, I, I came when I was at Sunbelt Marketing before I before I came to uh, Rainmaker. We're just trying to, to build relationships with uh, Atlas and Centerpoint and yep. some of the other other companies and just let them know that we're we're out there and we can supply them with equipment and and of course, we can we can do some uh, re repair. We're a full repair service center for McRoy and for George Fisher, so we can we can repair equipment and help them help them with that. Ma stuff maintain too. it, yes, repair maintain, it, yes. all of the above. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That's yep. good to know. Yep. Let's see. This is a, a tracer connection too, because that piece falls into the whole tracer world. So. Yep. And where are you out of? We're out of Shawnee, Shawnee, Oklahoma. Oh boy, who's uh, Randall Rogers is out of there, yep, isn't Randall he? Randall Rogers, yep. And we I'm are we are also the Care Test uh, distributor. So if you need a poly valve or, or anything from Care Test, we can we can supply that too. So. Uh, we've heard of him. I, I think we're, everybody everybody knows it. Randall Rogers. Uh, everybody does. He's, he's, got, he's infamous. Oh, he's got tons of stories. We had him on last night. Yep. Oh, did you? Yeah, out in the main right. hall. Yeah. That was one of the best interviews that we had. Very emotional. He started to bring up Danny Nichols, and mm -hmm. uh, Randall got a little t uh, choked up, and rightfully so. Yeah, we did. Right. Absolutely. He's a good guy. Yeah. Well, Tim, thanks for coming on. You bet. Hope thanks you have a good me. rest of the show. Hey, we Easy will. peasy. That's right. No, oh, thank you for joining us. We we'll appreciate it. 2022, we will speak of it again, won't we? When we saw Nathan, or as we like to say, Nate Sills walking down the aisle, James and I both said, we need you on the podcast. It's that shirt. And I said, let's do it. Like everyone Cat was here today, and he chose to stand up. Red. That's right. Down tomorrow when everybody wears red, what are you going to wear? Blue. Blue. Trim setter. Sets a tone. <laughs>
Nathan, please in introduce yourself to the audience. Hey, I'm Nathan Seals. I work with Magnolia River, um, Vice President of Strategic Accounts, and um, work uh, all in the gas industry, and just love it, and love you guys. You guys do a great would job. Would you consider our podcast a strategic account? I would say that yes, in a perfect world, yes, it would be a strategic account, especially okay. if it fell under me. It is our strategic <laughs> account. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm it is. With it. There is a strategy behind this. There really is. I agree. Y'all are doing good. Now Nathan, sealed. I, I have a special question for you. Yeah. Just kidding. I, I want to just, is there anything going on over there, Magnolia, we need to know about? Yeah. yeah What's I mean, new? Uh, new? What's new, my friend? Yeah, we're, we're just enjoying the growth uh, that we're having right now, you know, despite all of the, the limitations that we get with supply constraints and uh, you know all those other things we're doing a lot of things with our technology and one of the one of the big things that we're doing right now that is really exciting for me is uh, a digital leak inspection okay digital leak inspection yeah unwrap that for us what does that mean so we use our flow gis software to track our our, our, group, our group that does leak inspections so we breadcrumb we mark all the leaks with gps uh, task all the follow-ups that go along with that um, and then when we're done with the leak inspection we deliver it to the client and they're able to follow up and manage all of their leak processes with it. Okay. Just as part of the process it's what we do. It's got to be huge coming into uh, a, set, a session this morning about mm -hmm. section 114 yep. and, and the changes coming down right. with that. That's got to be a good setup. Yeah, you, I mean if you're going to do it the right way, you got to be able to prove that you did it. Right. And then, you know, you go back and as you work through those things, you know, you do a third of the system in the business district every year, you build a map. So if you don't have a GIS map, in three years, you're going to have one. I mean, you know what's on the road, it's on, those type of things, yeah. That's awesome. I yeah. love it. Nathan, we're at LGA. Yep. Look, I don't, I mean, y'all are... Y'all know whether y'all been here before. I asked the question. Once like or I twice. Right? Allegedly. You you're not here. Come on. I know, right? It's my first time here. Though. Oh, really? I've been asking people, is there any, not New Orleans tips. I've been no, no. to New Orleans plenty <laughs> of times. I'm just saying, any tips for this conference, anything about this that makes it special? Yeah. You know, it's been different in the past, but this year there's a lot of people here. There are. It hadn't happened so in a cool. while. I would say stay out of the casino. Um, they should wear a gun and a mask over there. But, you know, just be with your people. Make sure you got a good group around. Go eat some good food, redfish, you know, all that good stuff. Gumbo, if you like it, go for it. All right. Brother, yeah, man, as man. always, our you, friends at Magnolia River, Nate and good I go way back. It's good to have you on, brother. Yep. Thank you. We'll be back. James, as you can already tell, we're having a bevy of an industry conversation. We're bringing in pipelines. We're bringing in fusion bonded epoxies. Hey, this is I'm one excited. of the rare times. Yes. When we have three Jameses all in a row. James, James, and Jim, but officially a James. So, oh, geez, I did, I did yeah, it. Randall is Randall. And a Justin. Is, we got a Justin the, in the. You know, double printing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we were recording live. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, people question whether we plan all this. 
we don't. We don't. We run right by the cop. We just go with it. Yes, sir. Uh, we are here with a rare occurrence of Jameses. Jameses. What's the plural of Jameses? James. Oh, James. Right? I don't know. It's like kangaroo. I don't know. Whatever. Welcome to the show, James. Thanks, sir. James Bug. Yes, sir. Just like it. Just that, like it's spelled. If somebody, B-U-G-G. If somebody yells out James, I probably don't look. If someone yells out Bug, uh, I start looking around. You start to look at that? Yes, sir. I do. So. James, uh, do us a favor, if you don't mind. Let our audience know the full introduction of the James Bug. So I've been with Spot Tracker LLC based out of Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Where we've been in, started out in 2013. So we've been around for a while. And we are a field level data collection platform. So basically we're a software that you're gonna use on pipeline projects. We track any assets and that can be anything from cap screw to a washer to nuts and bolts to a solar panel to a slug catcher, anything you can imagine in a facility or a pipeline, we have the ability to track those particular assets. We also upload the MTRs to those particular assets. So you have your mill test reports attached to every single asset you have. You had a FEMS audit, somebody walked up, you would have that information at your fingertips immediately. We also do, as far as inspection forms, we digitize an inspection form. So what you're used to seeing on a sheet of paper, we actually do what's called mapping. So we map it over, inspector will fill it on an iPad, iPhone, or an Android device. And then what the customer's gonna get in the end is that exact same form that they would have received originally, but much more legible. Because I would say from a legal standpoint, looking at something that's very legible and not trying to decipher what someone meant yeah, definitely. is a big deal. And what we take from those inspection forms, we're able to do project progress. So we can take your schedule and from your forms track whether it's stringing, whether it's ditching, whether you're ahead, whether you're behind, not to mention unit pay items. So it's just a full suite for an entire pipeline project, as well as just tracking any type of asset. And that's where our conversation started before 8 a.m. this morning with James seeking us out. And a shout out to, is it uh, Kelsey Hester? Yes, sir. All right, Kelsey, shout out to you for telling Closer James. listener, apparently. Obviously. No, we're going to come. We're, I, I, I actually tried to add her. Yep. So we came up and we started to connect the dots where Tracer, our Energy World Net platform product, does a lot of those items above the ground. Let's just call it on the equipment to be working on the things that you're tracking. So James came up and said, hey, I want to connect the dots because I understand that we do synergetic things in a little bit different way. So I'm glad you stopped by today. That was a very informative uh, recap. I know we have not a lot of time for much, I mean, we could go a half hour is what I'm trying to say. I, I think we may have to do an asset, you know, episode. I think so. To look at assets from all angles. And right? really dive down, peel back the onion, as we say, and dive down deep into it to really show, because okay. James just scratched the, the surface and there's so much more your world is very interesting to me uh spot tracker yes, folks sir. how do they go what's your website spot tracker or it's spottracker.com that's so if it you're looking for us you can find us on linkedin you can find our website as well you can set up anyone want information want the demo go to our website you can set up a demo from there spottracker.com or give him a call he's on linkedin we we connected this morning 
James. Thanks, James. Glad to call you our friend now. Absolutely. We'll be right back. James, I'm I'm standing here. Sarah walks by, and at first I'm like, I'm looking, and I'm like, I recognize her. She recognized me. She's smiling. She comes around the corner. She goes, do you remember me? And I'm like, maybe. And she's like, Lord and Winter, David Winter, her CEO, said to say hi. I remembered her. She's on the environmental side. We connected. We remembered the times of uh, David and Sarah at conferences. We all, you know, we were kind of on the same circuit together. And the interesting thing about Lord and Winter, when I first met David, I said, okay, you're Winter, David Winter. Who's the Lord of Lord and Winter? He's like, you just said it. I'm like, well, who's the Lord? He's like, you just said it. I'm like, again, who's the Lord of Lord and Winter? The Lord. That's how he named his company. Very interesting. It is. Anyways, it is. Sarah, please introduce yourself. Tell, tell them, I already said a lot about your company, but tell uh, them about your aspect in the company, please. Yeah, so um, I'm Sarah Lewis, and I, know, I don't know where I was looking. That's all right. <laughs> um, I'm Sarah Lewis, and I work for Lord and Winter. We are an environmental consulting firm. Um, so we have both a kind of geology side and a natural resource side, and I'm primarily on the natural resource side, although I do dabble a little bit on the geology side as needed. Um, so part of our work um, in regards maybe to the pipeline um, conference is we do environmental permitting, and we also do wetland delineations and endangered species surveys. Um, we do... Uh, Four of engineer section 10 and 404 permitting. So say you're wanting to put in a pipeline, but you have a wetland area or a water course that you're going to be crossing or you need to impact to be able to put your pipeline in, we permit that. So we are your, um, we like to show you the way through the permitting process. Gotcha. You would be our leader our in that. Guy. Yes. What a That that I was I was not confused. I was really listening to the whole thing. Well, because face. I've never heard this part. I was going to ask some of the questions that you went ahead and answered. So it's a it's a chunk of it all I don't quite understand yet. So well, this was really interesting. I was leaning in. I think it's a very interesting aspect to the industry. Again, there's a lot of ways to do things, but just having a path and an understanding of that path sometimes well, takes would, experts. I immediately, obviously, went to Louisiana and why it would oh, be yes. important here, places like Florida and things like that. To what lands? You have a lot more impact with things. Being from Texas, it seems odd that that would be, you know, a lot of. I'm sure you have a ton of business. I'm just saying. Oh well, you know, I was going to say in it's Texas It's harder to too. relate in comparison to someone else. Right, but but, but also because you brought up Texas, yeah. so like Texas has um, state requirements sure. also for different right, permits, right. and so state of Tennessee, right. which is where we're headquartered, is um, they have state waters. So just like you have to get a core permit, you have to get a state of Tennessee permit um, as well. Very interesting. Very so interesting. see. I'm, we're, like we're learning something. Putting it all together in my little mind. Like eye. the pieces of the puzzle. <laughs> so LGA, are you a long time LGA or a short term? Like you just been here? Uh, so we've probably been part of LGA for at least. Well, I was at that conference in Cyprus, been three years ago, right before COVID, I guess. That was in so, 2019. Yes, October so 2019. Least, right. So I've been involved at least. Mm -hmm on the exhibitor side for at least three or four years. Um, 
I'm not sure if we how long we've been members, but we're definitely members now. So. I and I remember you back at the Crown Plaza when we used to hold the LGA there. Mm -hmm. So it's been probably four or five years or so. Now I've been with the company for five years, so yeah. So yeah. Around then. Mm -hmm. No, that's great. Yes, Thank you so much. Yes, Thanks for joining us. Nice. You, you jumped nice. right on. You jumped oh, right on. Justin, which we just met, we, have a, we had a bevy of different conversations with him and our last guest, James Bug. Are the he mics on you? That was it. No one Done. That no? Welcome to the show, Justin. Wait, are you green? I am green. I am green. Okay, yeah, we got to make sure. Also green. Yep. Justin, we um, we just met you. Our uh, audience would like to meet you. Yeah. Just give me yeah. a favor and just introduce yourself yeah, and who you work for. Yep. So, so I'm a client representative for Inspection Associates out of Cypress, Texas. My name's Justin Coward. Um, been in this business for about uh, about my 23rd year. Um, so my job now is um, I'm putting technology inspection in front of the client uh, with a different different investments. I've been in the business for a long time. I worked for the gas company, was an inspector, so now I'm on just that, putting the project together. Okay. Well, and give us a typical day in how you help your clients to become better and safer. What's, so, what do you implement to help them yeah, do absolutely. that? Yeah, so, absolutely. So our client would ask us, maybe give us a scenario of what they're trying to do. Maybe it's a budget cost. They have money to, money to burn, um, third quarter scenario. We got uh, excess money. Budget. Okay. And um, I would come in and, and fit that. Okay, what kind of inspectors do you need? How many can you utilize? Um, so proficiency. How can they be proficient with that budget they have left? So, and then, of course, uh, at the same time, we can come in at that point and then gear up for the next year. And just kind of, kind of, especially the new engineers are coming out in the field. They don't always have it down right, and they, it's easier to turn to somebody like me and kind of get it. Uh, everybody's, you know says turnkey but then again turnkey needs to be turnkey. well and especially turnkey when you're dealing with the human aspect can be very interesting because Correct. you just can't turn a key on a human and have yeah. them proficient yeah. in everything uh real briefly though your footprint uh where does your company reach to are you all over the united states, the more united than the... states. Yep. okay so, so we're from right now we're currently in california um, throughout texas throughout uh, the northeast um Pretty good footprint in Minnesota. You were talking about Wisconsin, that area. Oh, yeah. Don't um, you know? Yeah. You, you know? heard a little accent Michigan, before. Yeah. Michigan, um, on down the East Coast. So, yeah. You said you're from Cypress. Uh, well, that's where uh, Inspection Associates oh, picked up, okay. Cypress, Texas. Yeah. But I am from Texas, yes. Where do you live right now? Conroe, Texas. Oh, you do live in Conroe. I do. I do. Oh, I know Conroe well. Yeah, but, but I, I travel quite a bit, um, don't you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Bit, yeah. yeah he's going to go up there and get a little cheese curd. Uh, yeah, sure. No, no my, my deal is perch. Okay, perch. walleye. Do you have a little fried walleye up there? Yeah, I do, but perch is better. To get past, yeah. Okay, for all me. right. Yeah. All right. Oh, we're learning a lot today. We can go yeah. full Minnesota right now. Let me we tell can, you. We can, yeah. we <laughs> so, talking about fish? We're talking about fish. fish. Walleye yeah, fish. We had to break I the monotony you. of pipeline, right? I've never Just, caught a walleye. Oh, walleye sandwiches up in Minnesota are a staple. Either. I haven't, I haven't caught one either. I've eaten them. That's, I've never eaten walleye is a staple up there. Not that I know. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I, I do appreciate y'all introducing yourself. I know we had the 
unscripted off the. Oh no, you're great. You're great. So, yeah. So that was that was appreciated. I have not heard of you guys, so I appreciate y'all stepping in here and introduc introducing. Well, yourself. we have, we have three listeners right now. Yeah. So, well, no. We yeah. Five total. So, no, uh, we've been, yeah. <laughs> We're doing the best we can. We're trying. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we appreciate you coming appreciate on board. Yeah, Have a good it. show. Man, LGA, how about this? Absolutely. Yeah, good to see you guys. Mike, thank you for joining us. You have a Glad call in eight minutes. I do, yeah. So, we uh, that... We do have a voice for a podcast. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, he does I've have that. i got a face for radio, too. We hear yeah. that. That's us. <laughs> That's us. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Mike Lewis. I'm responsible for business development for National Underground, which is an umbrella of companies. We've got two here that really kind of touch this business. One is involved with public locating. Okay. Um, so um, that's uh, primarily an East Coast business that's geographically growing west, and we work with um, gas utilities and and other companies that are that are um, uh, looking to do professional sole source locating. Right. Okay. So we take care of our customers and really help out with their their damage claims and so on there. So really mm. really do a top notch job there. And then the other part of our business is we do cross board inspections. So, oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. So we've got uh, we've got robots crawling around the sewer system looking for cross bores. So uh, those out. And, and just let me just jump in here quick. Yeah. Uh, cross bore is a common term for us in the industry. Oh. But for for those that don't know it, explain it real quick. What happens? If yeah, you could. yeah, I appreciate that. Yep. Yeah, thank you. So um, as most things are being installed uh, in the infrastructure underground these days, uh, they're being installed using a, uh, a horizontal drilling technology where HDD. they're being bored yep. Yep. Um, underground. Um, and uh, so so you, we locate and mark those the different lines that are there. But the problem is sewer lines don't have tape. You know, yep. They're really hard to mark and locate in advance, um, so it's it's uh, it's um, common, unfortunately, that in that horizontal directional drilling, that it could you could very well have a cross bore. So you could have a sewer line, right. and then you could have a gas line going through it and not Ab knowing it absolutely until there's blockage, and when there's blockage, and they send down an auger into it, they could rip that uh, gas line apart, and what yes. happens, Spike? It could, you could have a catastrophic failure. Um, and there's lots of examples of, of homes and, and, um, and shopping centers uh, having an explosion, a gas explosion due to that. It's very serious. So it's, it's a very serious thing. And so you know, we see our guys that are looking for that, that we, we throw a robotic camera down into the sewer system and look for that. Uh, we see them as first responders, really trying to prevent an incident or an accident before it really happens. So um, we work with uh, largest gas utilities and contractors that are doing that, in, that installation work and going back through their legacy systems to, to you know, search for and find cross bores and identify it's them. It's important. Yeah, it's life-saving. So we're glad to be here. Hey, guys, thank you very much. Appreciate Mike, it. Mike, appreciate so it. Thanks yeah, for taking the time. You. Check them awesome out. Awesome time. Thanks. We'll appreciate right. it. Okay. Landry, welcome to the show. Thank you. Very Are much. you excited to be here? Very Speaking much. of Landry, where is Dave Landry right now, and where is Bryce? Why aren't they here? What uh, did they say? Well, Bryce said to uh, he didn't felt like I could talk better, so he sent me over here instead. Uh, Dave, I don't know where he is. <laughs> so. I think I think they're just I think they're just hiding from me. Probably. I think they're just hiding from me. No. Introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you do. 
give us a little high high level overview. So uh, I'm Landry Carbo. I'm with System Services Pipeline. We are a contractor for Atmos Energy and Centerpoint Energy. So we do client. construction. Client. They are a, a very much of a client. Yeah. client. Yes, they are. Um, we threw them off. Yeah. That's Sorry, right. No, I can give you the whole history real Please, quick because we're a family-run company. My dad started the company in 1987 doing telecommunication work and continued with that until about 2001 when we changed names to from System Services of Louisiana to System Services Broadman and continued our growth. And around 2015, speaking of Bryce, through some connections of his, we got into gas pipeline work. And that work, just through a series of happenstances, grew on its own. And in 2017, we spun off System Services Pipeline, and we've continued to grow since then, and all the way through COVID and everything. And so you grew up in the business. I did grow up in the business. Uh, when I was five, I was shredding papers for my mom. When I was... Miles, Miles. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. That's, That's amazing. fantastic. So have you been involved with the LGA uh, for a while? Uh, yeah, since I joined in full time to the company in 2017, I've uh, been coming to the shows every year and participating. Yeah, it's always good to meet people, see what the new products are, um, you know, rub the elbows where you got to and have good dinners and all that. As they say, elbow to elbow and knees to knees. Knees and to knees, that's where all the business takes Business place. gets done. It gets done. You need a name with people. Well, that's yeah. my first time here. Yeah, he's so a newbie. I've, yeah, I'm, I'm new here. Lots of great things about it. And what, did, and what did you say about the show today? Oh, I love it. I love the amount of people here. It's uh, the best show he's been to all year. Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. No offense to everybody yeah. else. I've really enjoyed it. The sessions are awesome. I love how it's not just folks from Louisiana here. I think that says a lot about the association and the, the effort put in to get reaching outside of our state, you know, outside of this state. To, to impact even more folks, so I love that part of it. Anything, you, any advice to give me on this event or Louisiana as a whole? I mean, well, Louisiana as a whole, we can get into a whole other podcast, careful. but <laughs> yeah, that might be an hour it's long. But as far as, <laughs> as far as the show, go to the after party functions. They're a ton of fun. Um, Mark LeBlanc with DGW hosts a great after party um, that'll be going on tonight. Uh, uh, the Tracer, I, 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 the Tracer. That's actually one of my babies, and we're sponsoring that. So we are going to be there together, my friend. Uh, but yeah, to meet, you know, make sure you go meet all your um, all your customers and all that. Rub the elbows and enjoy it. It's it's a good time for everybody. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. Appreciate, Appreciate you being on. Well. Absolutely. Right. We'll be back. James, we are back. Jonathan was swinging by. And we pulled him in, and we're like, do you want to be on? He's like, I'm sure, why not? But And then James goes, well, do you guys know each other? And I'm like, we looked at each other like, oh, we know each other. It goes back to 2017, 16, 15, and even before. But in 2017, are we okay? Oh, it's, it's your shirt. It's his shirt, probably. I love it. Go ahead, tell the story about. Yeah. So in 17, we were walking down Bourbon Street. You have your wife's name to the. Jacqueline Kimbrell. And uh, there was a group, about seven of us that night, and we were coming back, and we had, we weren't out very late. No, no. She stepped off of a curb wrong and tripped and fell, broke her sandal, and fell down to the ground in a white dress, and none of us saw her fall. So that made it even worse, because she was instantly upset that no one tried to help her. <laughs> and uh, she got up the next morning, and her knee hurt just slightly. So she went down to Walgreens, was like, I'm going to get an ace bandage, something to take care of it. 
and squatted down and ripped all of the cartilage in her knee when she squatted down for the bandage. In the Walgreens. In the Walgreens, like fell out. So then we had to take her to emergency an emergency care center here, and they gave her like minor pain pills and said, "Oh, you got to follow up with your regular doctor." So we got back. And the doctor got to looking at it, did the MRI, and said, oh, well, you tore cartilage, but you got a problem. You have a birth defect where you only have half the cartilage in your knee to begin with. So he gave us a 50-50 chance of them going in and cleaning it up, making it better. They're just a, a orthoscopic surgery. Well, he went in and cleaned it, and then the kneecap wouldn't stay in line. And she didn't have enough cartilage, so we had a second surgery for a partial knee replacement. And she got it like six months later, and it squeaked like a dog toy. It's not supposed to happen. I got a video of it. If she would bend it, and it squeaks Wait, like a dog toy on. every we'll single time. I'm just kidding. No, no. <laughs> so then she became this giant medical <coughs> phenomenon, you know, because nev never in the history of a half a million of these artificial knees has one ever squeaked. So six, okay, wait, let, uh, we, we're doing a year later, we show back up at LGA 2018, and I see everybody were happy, and she has a knee brace on or something at that time, a year later. That was the first replacement. And I'm like, what is going on? And then I get filled in on this. So we've known each other for years, and it's nice that she comes with you because she is always, uh, I'm, not gonna say, legend. I'm not going to say you're the not the life of the party, but she is very bubbly and well, always she, is it. She definitely picked up my slack when I was on the operation side. Well, give, give, was, the, give the folks a little history of what you do so now. Jumped right yeah, in you tell people what you do. So for, for a number of years, I ran a small utility and I managed the water, wastewater, and natural gas side of it and all. And I actually used EWN's products and all. We had swapped from a, a third-party contractor um, that provided us with the O and M. I mean, not the O and M. OQ programs and everything like that. And, and did, you I to be I, did you notice his hat? Anyways, yeah. did you notice that? These are our favorite right. hats. Yeah. And, Let me uh, give you about sixteen. Minutes. Yeah. But uh, so I swapped over to EWN. We went with the V thirty one Q style. Yep. We modified all of our um, covered task lists and everything directly to my company, and all with the help of of Energy World Net, and we got it specifically set to us. And I, I did that for a number of years, and now I swapped over to the Alabama Public Service Commission as an inspector. And I came in as a regular, moved to a senior, and now I'm a supervisor. And hopefully in the near future, I might be a director. But we got to see see that process play out. Well, and who, who? I love that he says a number of years. So you were five when you started? I don't know. No, I'm, I'm no actually way. fixing to be 39. And so he was five. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, he grew up in the industry. Wow. Well, it was funny because growing up, we did heavy equipment. My family did logging in a furniture store, a hand-carved mahogany oh, furniture store. nice. So we were expected to work from little kids. So I can run a loader to load out log trucks when I was five. And we, we just thought we were playing on big equipment, having the time of our life. And my uncle and grandfather were like, we got free labor. So that's what we did the whole time growing up. So. Uh, same. Not to that agree, but, but yeah. yes, I was definitely that. And he first. works with Randall Hand, who right. we met yesterday. And Randall, I have to say this publicly, you have asked me to be there I'm in December try. in Montgomery. I'm going to try my best. Publicly saying, I'm going to try my best because I have <clears throat> missed a couple we times. Yeah, we do. So. Yeah, so I, I went into the Army, did electronic warfare, got out of the Army. I actually worked at a Hyundai plant when it opened in Andalusia, uh, Andalusia Alabama, but when the Hyundai moved to Alabama. Um, because I could program the robots and had a welding background from working on heavy equipment. 
So I did that, but I, I only did that for six months. I was doing 16 hours a day as the assistant plant manager. And I just got married and I came home one night. And my wife, my starter wife, told me, you can either have that job or you can have me. And, and You I, said you I took to, the job? No, I oh. should have. I took a different job. I went to welding inside nuclear power plants for two years. And then in 08, when the Great Recession hit, the federal government pulled our contract and put all of us out on the street. And that's when I got into utilities. Do you hear the experience that he has? You get Jonathan yeah, and you're just well, thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I started welding in a nuclear reactor. So, but we only did structural at the at the nuclear power plant. And uh, we actually built air duct, but it was 40 foot by 40 foot tall and wide. And it ran 1.2 miles in one direction and 1.2 miles in the other direction. And it was 100% seal weld for the cooling air to be sucked in. This and was the out. air duct itself yeah. was that large. So we... It was, that's Bad how job. it was, but it was in pieces that were 16 foot deep and all, and they were 40 foot wide and 20 foot tall, and you would mirror them together, one Can on top of the other. Yeah, we, we need so more. So, we need more. So it was crazy when I came to the pipeline, when I actually come to the inspection side, not the operation side, because we were so small, we used plastic for everything. Sure. And I watched a welder for the first time weld downhill. I was like, that you can't do that. And all because it wasn't allowed in the nuclear industry, even on structure, right? Right, let alone pipelines. And then to come to the pipeline side, and everybody's welding downhill, I was like, Y'all, y'all playing with fire over here. And they're like, Oh no, we just got better, better lobbying people that allowed us to keep doing it. <laughs> well, I tell you what, though, this is the type of person that I actually well, I respect. <laughs> well, I respect in the industry because he has all this vast industry and he's bringing safety aspects from the nuclear industry, as well as maybe military, maybe some other things and bring it together for, I, I'm gonna call it best practices to say what's safe. And and I commend you for that. Jonathan, you, I, I think we have to have you back on. Okay, and we're gonna get Randall on. Yeah. We just need a whole episode just to talk about cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, that is cool stuff. That's like MacGyver stuff that he's talking about. MacGyver meets the mentalist. That's Jonathan, anything that you're looking forward to at this conference? Um, there is a couple of presentations, so my state doesn't normally touch on liquids. Okay. But, um, there's a couple of liquids presentations coming up and a couple of um, rule change presentations that I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah, to. that would be to important. A, it, it's always nice to get a different aspect and have different speakers get up and, and give their background, say this is what we think is, is going to happen or this is how we think it can be addressed through a new rule because the biggest thing that I see as an inspector is operators see the code requirement that they must do this and a lot think that there's only a single way to do it when in reality there's 10 to 15 possibilities of how you accomplish that that code requirement and you might be doing one and that's right. it you might be doing one but there might be a better one from someone else's perspective so anytime that we can get together with industry folks and everybody can talk about well this is how i do it and this is how i do it you can actually get the best practice or the best method and, and kind of modify that emulates everything I was trying to say That's yesterday. Seriously, but that everything you were just talking about, we were seriously, I was trying to say it last night when we started. That's why people come here, is to understand that and to understand those rules and how we can disseminate it out and the, for the, safety, number one, and best practices. And the best, best thing about these conferences is the um, socializing to where you can do mutual aid, to where if you have a problem when you're outside the conference, you've met a person from another operator that you feel confident in their response. And you can call them up on the phone and say, hey, I'm not asking for the exact documentation. I just want to have a guideline of how are y'all yeah. doing it? How are you addressing it? How did you look yep. at it? And that, that's the best thing is being able to get mutual assistance and just have those contacts within the industry. Well, sometimes people
people are so scared of in- inspectors and you know what I mean? Like like and and I love sitting down and talking and hearing things like mutual aid and reaching across the line and, and really just being I don't it's it's all about being better. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah. It's lessons learned and it's moving Onward. And I think you're right. I think that perception of inspectors can be intimidating or whatever. Jonathan gives the aspect that it's like. I want to give this guy a hug. I yeah, know. I mean, I he, wants, he wants to teach people. He, he well, wants to educate is, them. Is we give the guidance and give them their options, we, we can never tell them what to do, but we can say, hey, we've seen it these multiple ways and stuff like that. And the one thing that was real big is when I came over to the inspection side is during our interview when we closed up is we expressed that we're not here to have an adversarial role. We're here as advocates to help promote a company to produce the, the safest, best practice that they can produce. So we tell them all the time, if you have a question and you call me, I'm never going to jump in my my agency vehicle to run over there to write a violation. Yeah, right. I would much rather them call and ask and us give some guidance and then make the changes on their own. And then we, we verify That's a great thing to the, hear, just the for- things once we go in for their inspection and see the improvements that they're making on their own rather than for us to just show up and say, oh, you did it wrong and here's a violation. And how does that happen? It happens through trust and him giving his word and by people hearing it in the industry that, hey, I had this question, I called up Jonathan or Randall or somebody Mm -hmm. and they didn't come over and just slap my hand. They said, they gave me some guidance. Yeah, that is what we want because we want everybody to be working together. It should promote a standard within within the industry that we're always working to be safer and better at what we do. It should never be that's we're trying we say, to issue right? a fine. That's what we say all right. the time. And, and I don't, I mean, there's times that you should find, there's times that you should give them guidance and stuff like that, but we should always foster an environment for a safer work environment. Amen to that. What, I, what more can you say? Nice to meet you, brother. Thanks, brother. Y'all have a great morning. Yeah, all right, you get have... you back on. <laughs> I, I, I swear, I want to spend... Yeah. 30 minutes just talking about nonsense. The walleye, what y'all like to eat. I don't care. I just want to hang out with him. He's a, he's a great guy. And I, every year I just love getting together. His wife is wonderful. We all have a good time. Oh, she is. So, so I'm an LSU fan because I was a military brat. So I lived in Alabama, and it was all Alabama fans. And it was the craziest thing. I kind of laugh at them because they go into grocery stores and yell roll tide on the day of games and we, we call it alabama making call oh yeah they yeah can find their closest family member to start dating oh okay <laughs> okay wait a minute now. hold <laughs> on <Public record>. <laughs> and also uh, we make fun of them um when i was an operator in alabama every conference i went to i always had something purple or gold on and then when i came over to the inspection side and worked for the state i can't wear anything that's affiliated with the team and also, and then I, I cut down on my partying. Well, my wife, I married my wife shortly before I came to the inspection side, and she picked up my slack. She is the most people in this person oh, on the face of the earth. She's a, she's a yin to my yang, you know, but I she's the, her. yeah, like when, like I saw her yesterday, and I think she screamed my name, yelled, and gave me a virtual hug, and gave me the <laughs> thumbs up. Oh, we were, up, uh, we were in line, mm-hmm. uh, checking in the hotel. Oh, it's great. Uh, it's great. We're going to have to get a signed waiver from her anyway because of the story we told earlier. I think we do. Uh, she's a trooper. Thanks, brother. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. We are back again. Look at, we, we have we have now handlers bringing people on. Look at, look at, look at people are cheering right now for you. I don't know if they're cheering. Maybe they're ready to throw something. He's got something in his hand. Josh, we'll how well we do. yeah, 
Josh, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell a little bit what you do, your company, what your guys' specialty is. Sure, thank you. Uh, my name is Josh Brewer. I work for Hubble Gas Connectors and Accessories. We now change to HGUS. Um, I'm a product manager, so anything above ground, that's your risers, your MSAs, any of the steel products, we, we make all that for the natural gas industry. So we have a big presence in most of the uh, utilities you'll see running around here buy from us. They're our customers. Um, and that's you. That's what I do. Been there about five years. Uh, excellent group. I rerun across them throughout the whole country. And an old friend of mine, Barry, out of Wisconsin, I just mentioned, who's up in Wisconsin? And I forgot the name for a second. Josh goes, Barry. I'm like, yep, that's it, Barry. I just saw him. I saw Barry. I ran into him somewhere weird, like California. Something yeah. like that. He's all over. We have a facility in California, so, um, you know, in uh, my position, I, I deal with sales directly. I'm really kind of the person they go to for, if they need help engineering, if they need help with pricing, and we help develop new products. You know, I kind of got my hands in a lot of different baskets. Uh, so, yeah, I work with Barry. I work with uh, Mike Dabrowski, our other guy you might have met. Um, and, uh, you know, Barry came on whenever we, uh, we acquired Lyle. So that's where we got Barry from, and he's, he's an excellent resource. He's a good guy. He's a great guy. Where are you out of? What, uh, where, where's your home base? Well, I'm actually out of Tulsa. I work for the corporate, uh, out of the corporate office. Um, okay. I'm in so. Tulsa a lot. I'm, are you? Uh, I sit on the board of the Oklahoma Gas Association. Okay. So I'm okay. involved there. Uh, so I'm there. I don't want to say every month, but board meetings used to be every month, and they were a lot of times in Tulsa. Okay. Well, it's a good thing you're not there now because I think the temperature today is 114 or something. It's crazy. Yeah. So, so I'm out of Dallas Fort Worth, just just a little south of. I think it was 111 today. My life is so. Ooh. That's hot. Let's hope the air conditioning and the power grid stay up yeah. right now. Yeah, for sure. Especially for so. sure. Yeah. Well, how's LGA going? How's how's this event been for you? Oh, good. So this is my uh, first year back since COVID. I don't know if the event happened the last couple of years or not. It, and, it happened last year, and it was a tough year because a lot of the utilities were on restrictions. And then the year before is virtual. So really, this is the first year back since 2019. Okay. Well, I think 2019 is the last time I came. It was a different facility last time. Yeah, it was at the Crown Plaza. It was at the Crown Plaza, which is small. We outgrew it, so that's why I moved down here. Yeah, it's, it's a good turnout this year. I mean, they don't let me out the office very often, but uh, I've been fortunate to come this here twice. This is a good one. So, but uh, yeah, met a lot like of good that. people, good folks, and uh, you know, I've enjoying it. Good. Josh, appreciate you coming on. With yeah, thank no you. Problem. Tell appreciate Barry we said hi when you see him, please. I, I would you? Tell him. It's nice meeting you guys. Take care. We come back as we're just walking by. Sarah brought you over. Do us a favor. Introduce yourself to the audience, tell them who you are and who you're with, and give us something unique about your company and how it impacts positively our industry. How does that sound? Easy as pie. I am Wilfred Barry. I am second generation in SJB Group, a company founded in 1953 by my father. Those are the initials, Simmons J. Barry. We're SJB Group, based in Baton Rouge. We have uh, an expanding presence in compliance that was uh, given uh, to us a, a booster when Robert uh, Bourne, retired from energy gas distribution, joined our firm. Uh, so we are now um, more and more capable of helping clients with uh, uh, compliance uh, issues like dent plans, uh, OQ, um, making sure uh, plans or geo-reference. We have now gotten into GIS um, solutions because everything 
about uh, being compliant is tracking your records and making your records up to date and findable. So there's a, um, a PDF you can download, Small Operators. It's a guidance manual for how small gas distribution systems can stay compliant. In that PDF, which is about 60 pages, records, the word records is mentioned 41 times, 41 times, and it's all driven by uh, what has been evolving over time, the part 192, 4, 5, 3 regulations that govern our industry. 41 times. That's a trivia uh, question. You that was can a good one. Use on somebody. I'm going to use that one. I'm going to use it tonight. Ask Brian Dressel. Oh, I think I will. That'll be good. Or And or Steve Allen. You have been associated with LGA for a few years. We have seen each other, I think, over the last 14 years every year, correct? correct. I would say so. Wow. Yeah, so it's it's been a long time. This we, is our first year, just for the record. Who's first year? Oh, yeah, he's new. He's a newbie I'm to it. Nine. Yep. But uh, here's what? a trivia piece. Let's do it. Please. The LGA uh, was started by operators of gas systems in Louisiana. I don't know what other states were, were doing that. My father, um, after the war, an engineer, followed pipelines um, that were getting converted from, natural, uh, from products in the war effort of World War II on the Gulf Coast to the Northeast and shipping on into the war effort across the pond. So a lot of those product pipelines were um, um, repurposed as natural gas pipelines. And he followed the gas pipelines as they crossed this county, that county, near that town, that city. He went in and knocked on doors and got uh, gas systems built. At that same time, it was relatively new, but that was uh, when uh, revenue bonds became very, very popular. And uh, you have property taxes, but these are construction improvements uh, to build out these gas systems that were financed uh, with debt uh, to which the proceeds of revenue of the gas systems were pledged to pay off the bonds. Interesting. And so, uh, but anyway, to continue forward, he decided to build his own gas system because he had been designing them. And on the West Bank of St. Charles Parish, in the 50s, he started his gas system. He sold out to Louisiana, LGS, Louisiana Gas Service, uh, which is now part of Atmos. But the funny thing was, he was very, um, very passionate. Uh, he was a Democrat and, and a good one and all about public good, but he was very passionate about operators coming together. The first several uh, presidents of the LGA wa was the manager of his gas system. Really? Uh, yes, Alan Ray was several times um, the LGA president. Uh, I mentioned Robert Bourne. Robert yeah. Bourne has been active uh, I know. 30, 40 years, yeah. and he has been president. To, uh, I haven't seen time. Robert. Are we Robert Robert is semi-retired, and, and he and his family have a camp now um, on the Mississippi, uh, Louisiana, uh, Estherine, you can call it, area. Okay. And uh, so this week, for two weeks, he was he had family coming and going. He may be here later on uh, in this week. But anyway, so we've been very active. We've been members of the LGA in one form or another, by one organization or another, oh gosh, for 40 or 50 years. And that's Thank it. You. Signing off. I wish Thank you all the you. best. Outstanding. Yes. Hey, you heard it here first. Great job. He's off like a shot. James, we have just been overpowered. I was ready to go to a session. Lindsay yells from across the... Across the... Careful. 
careful. We all, we're a safety company. We're safety. Everybody be safe. We're coming, she says. We're coming to join the podcast, and here they are. So please, go ahead and introduce yourselves and tell yeah. us what... Dana Brown Buxis. And Houston Hazmat. I'm Lindsay Sander with Sander Resources, among other things. Katie Henry, Sander Resources. Okay. Among other, among other things. Same. Tell us one benefit that you all bring to the industry. Really creative thinking. Okay, Re creative thinking. I'm a user of the creative thinking. A user of the creative thinking? Okay. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm the fun one. Oh, that is. <laughs> I'm also the fun one. Just kidding. You are. You are. Wow. We make things lively. How? First time at LGA? Yes. No. 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 Yeah. Veterans. Veterans. Yeah. Newbies. He's a newbie too. I'm a newbie too. You guys are getting really? your LGA feet under you. Is this seriously your first time? The outsiders here. Like everybody has all these inside jokes. Probably not here. On LinkedIn, uh, Coffee we Jim and James. TGA. That's where you see them. We probably saw you mm -hmm. TGA. TGA? No, we're not TGA. OGA? So SGA? AGA? Yep. Probably. We'll figure that out. Okay. We're going to workshop that. Okay. It's awesome here. Awesome events. We Tons love it. Tons of traffic. Tons of awesome sessions. We got one right now that Jimmy's got to get to. We're, 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 That's we're it. You have the most interesting person here no. standing next to you Move that on. you could ever Move imagine. No. She flies Apache helicopters. Well, tell Nobody us. cares about that. We're at a pipeline we conference. Do. That's kind of interesting. For oh, it's her. like name another woman that's five feet tall that flies Apache longbows. Uh, and is that for uh, what are we doing with that? Leak detection? <laughs> the U.S. Sure. military? Yeah, I mean, you could. We got cameras. She can shoot missiles with her eye. Are you, okay, wait a minute. Are you We're active in the military right now? No, I just got out. We have one of our clients walking by. We're way off topic. We yeah. are way off topic. We've way off. We've lost control of this one. Yeah. We're going to have to lean into this another time. Wow. Yeah. We have an Apache helicopter pilot with us. I didn't know that. I thought you were joking at first. No. Why would I lie to you? Well, I knew she was part of the hazmat division for Texas, which is Houston true. Fire Department hazmat team. Okay, which is a big deal. Yeah. Sir, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's something in the city, in the area of Houston, that would be something that unfortunately could be used a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. We have a, yeah, a lot of emergencies. It looks like you need to go. So uh, we're okay. We're okay. Listen. Thank you so much for being on. You're from welcome. Now, we're going to have to make another shot at this, a longer one, another attempt for another day. We All really right. appreciate your time. We love seeing you guys. Jim and I have been friends for a long time. We have been. Yeah. So we appreciate it. Yeah, we've been friends back to our, I think, TGA days, Texas Way, Cassidy. way, like more than a decade. Yes, I think. it Probably has been. To a decade. Yeah. It's good having friends on. 